Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 230. We're looking at Acts chapter 9, verse 19b through 25. Let's read our passage. Saul was with the disciples in Damascus for some time. Immediately he began proclaiming Jesus in the synagogues. He is the Son of God. All who heard him were astounded and said, Isn't this the man in Jerusalem who was causing havoc for those who called on this name and came here for the purpose of taking them as prisoners to the chief priests? But Paul grew stronger and kept confounding the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. After many days had passed, the Jews conspired to kill him. But Saul learned of their plot, so they were watching the gates day and night, intending to kill him. But his disciples took him by night and lowered him in a large basket through an opening in the wall. Well, we're with Saul in Damascus. Saul was a Pharisee, a very zealous Pharisee, who was very alarmed by this new group of Christianity. And he was there when they executed Stephen. He approved. He watched people's coats as they killed him in the street. And then he began a campaign of persecution of Christians in Jerusalem going house to house and dragging people off to prison. Some time later, he gets letters of introduction from the chief priests and travels to Damascus to arrest any Christians he could find there. Just outside of Damascus, Jesus appeared to him. There was a blinding light. Saul saw the risen Jesus, heard his voice. His companions heard a sound but didn't hear the voice of Jesus. They saw a light but didn't actually see Jesus. But he was struck blind, and his companions brought him into Damascus. Then the Lord appeared to Ananias and sent him to go see Saul, lay his hands on him. Then Saul received the Holy Spirit and was baptized. So we pick it up here, the second half of verse 19. Saul was with the disciples in Damascus for some time. Now we're not told real time frames here, and that's not the the point that Luke is making, just that Saul is a smart guy. Saul knows the scriptures, but he doesn't know Christianity. And so he's spending time with the believers in Damascus learning Christianity. So even for all that Saul knew, he, he doesn't understand Christianity yet. So he has to have a little bit of instruction from the believers in Damascus. Verse 20. Immediately he began proclaiming Jesus in the synagogues. He is the Son of God. Well, immediately means pretty soon. He didn't go off and take a graduate course of learning about Christianity because it's pretty simple, the basics of what Christ has done, who Christ is. And Saul already understands all the Old Testament background to it. So as soon as he is uh, steeped in the basics, he's out in the synagogues proclaiming that Jesus is the Son of God. That's the only place in Acts we actually see the title, the Son of God. But that is a big deal to Saul. Because throughout the Old Testament, you see the imagery of the Son of God. And the promised Messiah is the Son of God, the descendant of David. So then verse 21, All who heard him were astounded and said, Isn't this the man in Jerusalem who was causing havoc for those who called on this name and came here for the purpose of taking them as prisoners to the chief priests? 
So they have the same reaction pretty much that Ananias had. You being this guy, this Saul, who was so on fire to eradicate Christianity, he is now one of them. The one who is trying to stamp out any mention of the name of Jesus is now a follower of this Jesus. This is pretty amazing. So it says they were astounded. Yeah, they were. And uh, this this turnabout, this, this change, this transformation is amazing. Verse 22, But Saul grew stronger and kept confounding the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. So Saul is improving in his evangelism. As he speaks to people about Jesus, he gets better at it. And he is so well steeped in the Old Testament that he can show to the Jews that Jesus is the fulfillment of the prophecy. So it says he was proving that Jesus is the Messiah. Now the word proving here means showing, putting together, deducing, instructing. So he's showing from the Old Testament Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Jesus is the Messiah promised throughout the Old Testament. Now verse 23 it says, after many days had passed. This means later. And, and Luke just says, after many days. He doesn't say how many days. Is he talking 20 days? Or is he talking three years? With the Luke's chronology here, it's he's not trying to give us those kind of details. Just sometime later. Now I take the after three years route myself. Because putting together the various pieces and trying to get an actual chronology, we love chronologies, but Luke's not trying to give a chronology. He's trying to show the, the spread of the gospel. And so from uh, Saul's persecution in Jerusalem, his conversion in Damascus, now the Luke storyline, he needs to get back to Jerusalem to continue the storyline there. But according to Saul, later, Paul, there is a... Well, there's some more that takes place here. In Paul's letter to the Galatian church, in Galatians 1, verses 15 to 18, he says, But when God, who from my mother's womb set me apart and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his Son in me so that I could preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone. Let's pause there. He, what he's saying here, yeah, he's consulting with the believers in Damascus to learn something about Christianity, but he didn't get his mission from them. He got his mission to preach about Jesus directly from Jesus himself. So he didn't go consult with the apostles to get permission to go be a missionary. He is appointed directly by God. So continuing in verse 17, he said, I did not go up to Jerusalem to those who had become apostles before me, Instead, I went to Arabia and came back to Damascus. Then after three years, I did go up to Jerusalem to get to know Cephas, and I stayed with him 15 days. So what's the three years? Is this three years in Arabia, or is it uh, three years after his conversion? Well, some of that was spent in Damascus. It, it's hard to say, but the point is that probably here at the point in Acts where Saul's growing stronger and confounding the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. That's where we can insert this statement from 
Galatians that he then went to Arabia. And then he came back to Damascus. And, and that's where we then come to verse 23 in Acts 9. After many days had passed, the Jews conspired to kill him. But Saul learned of their plot. So they were watching the gates day and night, intending to kill him. But his disciples took him by night and lowered him in a large basket through an opening in the wall. So after many days had passed, the point here is this would be three years after Paul's conversion. Now, how much of that three years was in Arabia and then how much back in Damascus? Don't know. A lot of people like to say he was in uh, Arabia for about three years, then came back to Damascus. Wasn't there all that long? Because if we look in 2 Corinthians, where Paul's describing his life, in 2 Corinthians 11, verses 32 and 33, Paul says, In Damascus, a ruler under King Aretas guarded the city of Damascus in order to arrest me. So I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped from his hands. So King Aretas was the king of the area called Arabia. And a ethnarch, a ruler of a portion of his kingdom, was over Damascus. And so this ruler under the king was on the lookout for Saul back in Damascus. So apparently in his um, time in Arabia, he was preaching the gospel and really annoyed the king. And so when he went back to Damascus, the king was looking to get him, to arrest him. Luke tells us here that, that the Jews conspired to kill him. Well, they probably have the backing of the uh, king of Arabia in this. And so uh, from Luke's perspective, the Jews are after him, but the believers band together and protect Saul and let him in a basket outside, down the outside of the wall. Paul's letter to the Corinthian church, it's the, the king of Arabia is after him and the believers protect him and, and let him in a basket down the wall. So it's probably a combined effort. It's the, the, the Jewish people in Damascus with assistance from the uh, people from the, the king of Arabia are out to get him. So Paul spent some time in Damascus presenting the gospel, proclaiming Christ. Then he went to Arabia and did the same thing there really annoyed some important people in Arabia, came back to Damascus. And the time frame there, it's hard to say, but at some point the, the people from Arabia are there to get him. And the local Jews would like to get him. They can't deal with his arguing, his proving that Jesus is the Messiah, so the, the best route is to kill him. But the believers help him escape from Damascus. And he'll now head back to Jerusalem in our next time together. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.